0: Welcome to the Divorce Resource Guy podcast with Jason Lavoy, a.k.a. the Divorce Resource Guy, a former divorce attorney turned divorce coach, talking about all things divorce, including the good, bad, and the ugly, from an attorney's point of view. Remember, you're not alone. And now, your host, Jason Lavoy.
1: All right, thank you for joining me for this episode. I hope everybody is doing well and staying healthy out there. It's uh, some definitely interesting times we are living in and every day it just seems to get, I'll just say more interesting. How about that? I'll leave it there for this podcast. All right. My guest today is Karen Bigman. Uh, She is also known as the Divorcierge. I love that name. It just rolls off the tongue. Divorcierge. She's a certified divorce coach, she's a life coach, she has been personally divorced, Um, she has an MBA from Columbia Business School, Uh, and she understands that getting divorced, uh, custody aside, is really, when it comes down to it, a business transaction. So I have a great talk with her, and I thought it would provide value uh, to you guys, and so take a listen, and I hope you enjoy it. Karen, welcome to the show, I'm so excited to have you.
0: Hi, thanks for having me.
1: So for those who don't know you, I know you're in New York City, so we might get some noise. We are just talking about that off the uh, air. Um, You live right by one of the tunnels, so if people hear sirens, that's what's going on, city life. Um, For those who are not super familiar with you, why don't you give us a little bit of background about, you know, how you got into the divorce space and, you know, kind of what brought you to the – where you are today?
0: Sure, definitely. I uh, I don't want to be known for the person that lives near the tunnel, <laughs> 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 although it is New York City. It's hard not to be uh, by some traffic.
1: Hair uh, in the option. tunnel, lady. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: uh, I actually uh, started my business kind of um, backwards, as opposed to many of my peers. I uh, was at a in a transition point in my own life, trying to figure out what my next steps were professionally and happened upon a good friend who uh, had just finalized her divorce and was trying to literally, we were in the bank. She was trying to open a bank account and uh, get a credit card. uh, Neither would she seem to be capable of doing. One was that she didn't have any credit. And the other was that there was a multitude of options available that were overwhelming her. And she had actually gotten her ex on the phone with the, with the banker um, and I was really quite surprised because this is a friend of mine who has her own business who's quite together and she couldn't yet in this moment she couldn't do the most what appeared to me to be a very basic um, task and what I realized was that she was very overwhelmed she had been married a long time and these were the things that her husband always took care of all the household administration and anything having to do with the with the finances and budgeting and all of a sudden she was being faced with it. And it was really, really frightening for her. And from the experience of working with her through that, um, it wasn't just the, the finances and the bill paying, it was um, went down to the fact um, her internet wasn't working, so she just stopped using it because she didn't know how to fix it. So I really had to help her get uh, her household administration in place. And from that, the uh, idea was born of creating some sort of concierge service for women, that were navigating um, post-divorce issues, and over the few years, it's actually uh, grown. And I tend now to work more on the on the front end. Um, but I went on to certify in divorce and life coaching, and um, I also have an MBA and a, a good business acumen. And so, what I try to do is combine those two: um, the, the coaching with the business, and help people. Get through all the logistics, weed through the emotions, and hopefully come out the other side and thrive and have uh, a much better experience than than uh, my friend did. Um,
1: yeah, I, that, that's 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 re- really interesting, um, and it's amazing. I love asking people how they got into the space of coaching because you know it, it's just like who would have guessed that's how. It worked for you, right? Um, and now that friend, uh, did you give her a, a royalty or something for getting <laughs> you into this business?
0: <laughs> she has. To, she has to be my uh, my uh, mascot whenever I need that. Right? <laughs> okay. so yep. Most most clients don't really want to talk about the past experience, but she'll do <laughs> it for me. Um, oh. what, what was kind of interesting though for me is that um, whereas a lot of divorce coaches have had their own divorce experiences, which inform how they become coaches. For me, um, I actually kind of look back now, five years later and say, wow, I could have used a coach, but I didn't realize that, that um, I didn't realize what I was missing until I actually started doing it more and going back and saying, these were things that that I, I didn't know how to advocate for myself. I never really budgeted, even though I, thought that I understood all the finances. I I didn't do any research in terms of who we hired and the process we use. And there were just so many things that, that are now part of what I do every day with my clients that I didn't do either. So where, whereas it wasn't a high conflict necessarily, there were still um, there are issues that come up in every process and every divorce that um, everyone has to navigate one way or another.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Now, a lot of people, I mean, the idea of a, a divorce coach is still kind of new. Um and you and I are both coaches. And how do you go about or how would you articulate explaining to somebody who like you said, when you weren't you weren't sure what you needed when mm-hmm. you were in it, um, how would you articulate to somebody today like the benefit of a coach? Because most people think, you know, especially when you're talking about divorce okay, well, the one person you, you obviously need is an attorney, but what would be the benefits of having a, a coach?
0: Well, to, to start with, if, I think if you start, uh, so I kind of work in two parts that I meld together, and the, 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 the life coach for divorce is kind of, I think, what we're both both we're both we're um, trained in. That's um, similar in that and a coach is someone who helps you, you know, if you hear a life coach explain it, get unstuck. Um, so if you're having, trying to get, ahead in work or you're trying to figure out something in your personal life, when you're in divorce, everything seems like an obstacle. So as coaches, I think we really help uh, our clients see that that not everything is an obstacle and and it's really, um, the fear is, is we help them get through that fear piece. Um, From a more practical point of view, your lawyer is the most expensive part of your divorce. So um, I always tell my clients, especially in New York City, where most lawyers are upwards of five, dollars $600 an hour, that's a really expensive Kleenex box. So I'll say. <laughs> um, I think just starting with helping with the emotions and having the tools in our pockets to um, let clients get through that so that they can make wiser tactical decisions. And then really explaining the landscape. Um, I think, you know, I know you're an attorney, so you may explain something that's of legal nature to someone and assume that they understand what a deposition is or what a trial would look like or what a divorce decree is. But the truth is that people usually just say, uh-huh, and then they go back and have no idea what they're what what it is. Right. So from the other side of it, it's really important to help people understand what, their lawyer's really doing and what their financial person is really doing and, and how they need to, to be in charge of their own life.
1: It's funny, and I'm kind of glad you said that because as an attorney, when I was representing people in their divorces, I experienced that same dynamic where you would explain something to your client, and as the attorney, you, you want them to understand, right? That's why you're explaining it to them, mm-hmm. so they understand and you could see them looking at you with a deer in headlights mm-hmm. uh, stare. And then I remember I would say, do you have any questions? Do you understand what I just said to you? <laughs> and and I would get that response. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. And you know they're not good.
0: <laughs> and it, and it's also knowing what question to ask because they're not sure that they, they know what question to ask. And so as coaches and ex- people experiencing this, we can sort of help them say, well, your lawyer what you know I was talking about using this word or whatever I mean I can't tell you how many clients I've said they're like well we're, we're, well so-and-so on this date we're going to court I'm like why are you going to court oh, I don't know Lawyer's I don't know show up in court <laughs>
1: I, I deal with that all the time now as a coach like I have a court day coming up okay well what's it for I don't know what, you have no idea why you're going to court no
0: <laughs> right right Right. And, and by the way, did you know that you're you're paying for your lawyer from the second his or her butt gets off the chair till the second it gets back? <laughs>
1: yeah, hey, you're paying for your lawyer to prepare to go to court.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, and then some. That's right.
1: And and so yeah, it just uh, it amazes it amazes me, and I've gotten uh, such varied responses to to that question. And some are, you know, well, I don't want to run up my legal bill by asking more questions. which I can appreciate because lawyers are expensive, but that's why you have them. Like, what's the point of having them if you're not going to get answers to your questions? Um, And you know, it's just, so anyway, I agree with you. I think as a coach, um, that's, that's a big part of what we do is, is just clarifying what is going on in the process Mm -hmm. and sometimes giving people the questions that they should be asking if they haven't already.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I actually have a a questionnaire that my clients um, get, To go when they are interviewing attorneys, Uh, that goes down to how do you bill and is it in six or ten minute increments? Because most people don't even realize that, and they get that first bill and they're like, "Holy cow! There goes my retainer."
1: No, right. Uh, I do the same thing. I I have a uh, what I do is I have a bunch of questions that I give to people when they're looking for an attorney because I help them find the right attorney for their situation sometimes, and so I'll say, "You know, ask these questions at a minimum." Um, and one of those questions is invariably, um, how do you bill, right? You know, because the last thing you need is a surprise when you get the bill. Um, you may not, you just want to know upfront, are they going to bill for every phone call, every email and what increments, right? And just so there's no surprises because that's the last thing you need to be worrying about really, um, when you're going through a divorce.
0: And you also have to um, not be afraid to ask if something doesn't make sense because they're, they're, I'm sure most attorneys are honest in their billing, but things get mistaken or they, you get double billed for things or um, you, know, you disagree with, with how they've done things. And, and you, can, you can ask. I mean, it's like you are their client. And I think people are afraid that it's like, oh, it's an attorney. I can't ask a question. Um, but, but you should, and you need to take charge. And I think that's both of our roles to help our clients have that voice to be able to, um, advocate for themselves, not just in negotiations, but to their attorneys.
1: Yeah. Your attorney, your relationship with your attorney is like any other relationship, um, interpersonally, you know, it, and one of the most common things that I hear as a coach is how stressed people are about their attorney. Um, (laughs) you know, more than anything else going on in the process, like, oh my God, I can't talk to my attorney or, you know, the the bill is just so high. I don't know how to bring it up. And, and they're freaking out about it. And I say to them, you are going through, you know, so much stress as it is, Mm -hmm. you know, divorce is one of the most traumatic times of our lives. Um, what, you do not need the added stress of worrying about your attorney, you know, most people worry about, you know, your spouse's attorney and what they're doing or not doing, but you don't need to worry about your attorney. Like they're supposed to be de-stressing life for you. um,
0: Exactly.
1: In a way. So yeah, that's, it amazes me how often that is an issue. And, Mm um, right. So as a coach, I think we, we could, we can do a lot of work to kind of navigate that relationship and say, sometimes you just gotta have a sit down face to face or phone call with your attorney and air it all out. Um, You know, because the last thing they want is to have stress over that relationship, too. Um, So you want to be on the same page and moving forward. And so, right, you just got to communication like any relationship Mm -hmm. is key.
0: Right. And you want to make sure you have the right attorney. I had a client that started out um, with an attorney in the hopes of negotiating a settlement. And it became clear that it was going to litigation and her attorney wasn't um, stepping back. Uh, But this woman was not capable as a litigator. And eventually my client unfortunately figured out the hard way after spending a lot of money that she had to change attorney. So sometimes it's a clarifying, um, are you the right attorney? But I also think um, from the client side, one of the things that I do a lot of as well is run that interference um, on the emotional side Um, I tell my clients to email me first um, and if they have a particular issue or if they're very emotional about something or they've run into their spouse and they are ready to fire off an email as to all the reasons why uh, their spouse is a horrible person and did all these things and should give them all their money or whatever the (laughs) issue is. Um, that email, like I said before, is going to cost you, um, if it, if it's in six to 10 increments, probably somewhere around a hundred dollars just for the one set of eyes that are going to look at it. Um, so one of the, the big savings and, you know, it also helps in terms of just getting it off your chest, uh, that I, that I offer clients is, is email me first and let's see if there's a salient point that's really important for your attorney to, to know, uh, and if, if there is, then we can put it in the clear and concise email, or maybe we can aggregate a bunch of them together. And if I've right. gotten it off your chest and I'm here to calm you down. <laughs> and so you save both mine, you, you save money, and then you have a little more peace of mind.
1: Yeah. It, it's funny because people think, you know, and I understand it, you know, all right, I have an attorney that's, you know, they're expensive. Um, now you want me to hire you as a coach that's an added cost, obviously. Um, but in the long run, what we do, a part of what we do is we help keep, uh, legal bills down because, well, actually, let me ask you this. Do you work on a flat fee basis?
0: Yes. So I offer um, three and six month packages and it is a flat fee. And I do that specifically because I don't want them being feeling that they can't contact me because they're paying by the minute.
1: Exactly. And I
0: want them to be able to reach out when they need to and not just during the one hour that I'm offering them.
1: Exactly. So I, I work uh, the same way, flat fee. Mm-hmm. And and that benefit of that, which it's hard to articulate and, and grasp sometimes, but is that over the duration of the divorce, um, talking with us and working with us actually keeps your legal bill down because that's time that you're not necessarily duplicating with your attorney. Um, because we can walk you through a lot of things that will help you and kind of get you where you need to be going and, and answer a lot of your questions that you don't have to then re-ask with your attorney. Or if you do, it's really quick, um, you know, just to confirm something. And so at the end of the day, it actually is cost beneficial to, to work with a coach in addition to having your attorney.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, and and you want a lawyer or um, to give you legal advice. I mean, uh, you're you happen to be an attorney. I'm not, and so I'm not gonna. I may tell you experiences that I've had with other clients, or I may tell you what I understand it to be. But you do. You want your lawyer to be the one that confirms and the one that negotiates with the other side and the one that goes to court. Um, but you don't want your lawyer to be your coach and therapist and financial advisor and um, real estate broker, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera.
1: No, that's not their job, number one. And you, you're right. You're, you're best used to pay a professional in that area for that work. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yep. And it's hard, though. You know, when, you, when you're dealing with a divorce, the emotions are intertwined. Um, And, and part of my motto is, you know, kind of treat the divorce as a business transaction because uh, at the end of the day, that's really what it is. But, you know, it it is hard to you know keep those lines separate the emotions and the business at hand but again as coaches that's what we do that's how, what we help you do um is to to maintain those boundaries exactly yeah so how do you like what do you find are, are one of the most you know the the main areas that you focus on with clients um regarding the divorce process is it the preparation is it the middle is it what do you, what do you focus on for the most part?
0: Uh, so- so it's a little bit of, of everything generally. So if a client comes to me before their divorce process has begun, um, it starts out with, I call it a pre-divorce action plan. And basically it's a lay of the land. What does the divorce landscape look like? What does it mean to get divorced? What does it mean to get separated? What is mediation? What is litigation? What are all these things? Do I have to have a contentious divorce, et cetera? So just really explaining. Um, And then I help them understand what are the pieces of it. And then we actually go through it together. Many of my clients are um, stay-at-home moms who have left the workforce. And often, um, unfortunately, they have punted the financial uh, um, responsibilities, like my girlfriend and the administrative household responsibilities, to their spouses. And that becomes a big piece of what we do together, the, the financial education uh, preparing that first financial document, which in New York it's called a statement of net worth. I'm not sure what they call it in New Jersey or other parts of the country, but it's your financial affidavit. Right. Um, helping them create that and understand what they're spending, what they need to ask for or negotiate for, and what what it might look like. So that that's part of it, and and, and it's not just the the how to, but it's um, explaining that it's. I think people are so particularly. Um, women are so afraid of the money. And, and they all, you know, assume they're going to be on the street homeless, and, you know, their spouse is going to never give them a penny. And when they sort of, you can just lower the temperature and take a deep breath and say, you know, At the end of the day, you don't have to be a sophisticated investor, but you do need to know basic math, and you have to know what's coming in and what's going out and how to manage that. And you have to know how to ask the right questions, just like when you're hiring an attorney. So that becomes a really big piece of um, what we do together. And then the other piece, when there are kids involved, is really talking through what are options for scheduling, um, if their spouse is being particularly difficult in terms of it has to be X percent of time, uh, trying to be creative. And um, again, you know, take down the temperature because certainly as a stay at home mom, when your spouse wants to take those kids from you, it is really scary. And you're, you're just, you're not rational or reasonable about how it's going to work. So really kind of hashing out what will it look like for the children to go, um, back and forth and transition. And how can we, um, mitigate them getting, um, really having difficult, a difficult time and, um, you know, keeping if, if you need to bring uh, professionals like therapists or child therapists into the mix or forensics, you know, how do you do that? When do you know to do that? Um, is that's also a big part, just like managing those, all those multitude of relationships.
1: Right. And and talking about different types of experts, I call that, you know, uh, forming your divorce team Mm -hmm. and, um, Yeah, every case is different and and every case may require, you know, an expert that another one doesn't. And so that's why I always tell people too, and tell me if you agree with this, Karen, you know, never compare yourself and your divorce with, you know, friends or families that you hear of, uh, because they're just, it's no matter how similar, similar, I can't even say that word today, similar (laughs) they are, uh, you know, when you're talking about the situations, um, it really... It's such a divorce is such a fact specific um situation that you know you, you can't you're apples and oranges, you can't compare yourself to somebody else.
0: Absolutely. And you know, I mean if your marriage was a certain way, that's you know what your divorce is likely to be like if you were fighting all the time but your friend wasn't then your divorce is going to be very different than their, their divorce. And that's why I find it, um, you know, I I really discourage people from hiring counsel right out of the gate, whether it's a mediator or an attorney, because you really need to understand um, what, what it, Your divorce is going to look like, or or at least anticipate um, what it could look like. Um, I have a client now whose spouse is um, an alcoholic in denial, and she has a young child, and she's very concerned about him having any time with the child. And they're, you know, she's trying to figure out should I mediate or should I uh, hire an attorney right out of the gate? And it's really good that she asked because now when she goes to interview attorneys, that is a question that she asks. If you are a mediator, can you work with someone who has a mental health issue and an addiction? And, um, chances are that, that it'd be a, have to be a really super duper skilled attorney to be able to navigate that particular couple. But had she just gone right away and hired a mediator, they might've gone down that road only to find out later that that was not the right road. So it's really, really important and that. I think it's like right up front where we provide so much value and saying, okay, let's, let's step back and see what you do need and don't just hire the person that your best friend hired or that you, your family hired, or because they have a big name and they're in the newspaper.
1: Well, exactly. And you, because like we said before, you know, discussing the relationship aspect of it, mm-hmm. your relationship, you have to have a relationship with your attorney and you want it to be a good one. And just because your friend or family member or somebody you know, you know, had, you know, Joe Schmo as their attorney and it worked out fine for them doesn't mean you will vibe as well with that person yourself. So you really got to meet people and, and consultations are so important to, to establish how well you feel about working with somebody.
0: Yeah. And, and also like in my own experience, um, we, you know, we were candid- definitely candidates for, for mediation and I had asked a friend and then we ended up, there was a, a law firm that we had done some other transactions with and we just said, Oh, who do you have? And the, it was so, you know, in retrospect, it, they ended up having two senior attorneys working with us and we were not contentious. We definitely had issues that we were um, disputing with each other, but, but we could have gone to an inexpensive mediator um, who, who was skilled at communication, and we would have gone to the same place at about a quarter of the price. And they came in pairs every time and built for both their time, every time we met. And it was just way overkill for our situation. And had I done the proper investigation ahead of time, had I known to do that, I certainly would not have hired two people (laughs) to be in the room with us. Wow. Yeah. Both litigators. I'm not litigators. I'm sorry. They were both lawyers.
1: Yeah. Karen, you should have talked to me before.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know you. You see? (laughs) (laughs) Oh oh
1: boy. Um, So, but that's a, that's a, that's a great point. You just, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And and that's what, uh, you know, coaches and other professionals, you know, including attorneys are there for us to, to give you the information to make the, most informed decision that you right. can. Yeah.
0: Right. Right. Exactly.
1: Yeah. All right. Before um, before we go, we have time for about one more question here. I wanted to ask you, in your experience as a coach, what are the most common obstacles that you you see with your clients that you work through?
0: Um, I think the, the everyone, the, you know, the Greek chorus that everybody's giving you advice and telling you, and you 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 don't even know what you want. Um, So we definitely work on sort of finding your own what's right for you that you want, not what everybody else wants for you or thinks you should have. Um, I think that's a huge obstacle. And I think um, just making decisions in the heat of um, emotions. And uh, I think that that what people don't realize is that once you sign that um, settlement agreement or divorce agreement, whatever you want to call it, that's it. You're done. It gets filed with the courts and it's really hard to go back and change it. I mean, there are
1: certain
0: conditions under which you can. So whatever decision you're making today, you want to make it with a clear head and with, with focus. And that's very much a part of what we do is really, I'm a very matter of fact, say it like it is person. So I really help them clear all that noise and say, okay, well, what is it that I really want and need? Uh, And not just sign because the lawyer said it's what I'm supposed to do.
1: No, you got to a, you got to understand it, uh, and b, you have to be comfortable with it. Because, right, once that once that agreement gets filed with the court, um, you can't really go back and undo it uh, unless it's a rare circumstance um, or something you know really drastic. So, you you gotta right be be good with whatever you do before you sign it. That's what I always say. Don't sign anything in the heat of the moment, and and you know you should never um, be put in a position where you feel like you have to, especially exactly. when you're talking about a divorce, uh, agreement, nothing, nothing should happen, uh, so last minute that you feel pressured. Um, mm-hmm. so, yeah, that's a big, that's a big key that, that I am on board with hundred percent. Well, this was actually a really great conversation, Karen. Thanks so much for coming on the show and sharing a little bit about what you deal with as a, a divorce coach.
0: Thank you very much for having me, Jason.
1: All righty. Thank you, Karen, for a great chat. And for those of you listening right now, um, Karen, I think, has uh, taken a little bit of a hiatus uh, as far as her coaching, but feel free to contact her. Uh, you never know if she's still available and what she is uh, doing to help you. But you can see, I think the most important thing is to see in all the different perspectives on how you can get help and why you should be thinking about getting help in all these different areas uh, surrounding your divorce. It's not just the legal side with your attorney, it's not just uh, the emotional side with a therapist or a coach, but a coach can really help you strategize feather out and handle all the ancillary issues that do come with uh, going through a rocky or contested uh, divorce situation. I know that's what what I do as a coach in addition to focusing on uh, different legal aspects because I am an attorney, uh, but everything is intertwined. And just when you think you got a handle on things, something else pops up, uh, whether it's with custody or mediation and uh, being prepared, having the right people on your team to help you I can't stress, it can't be understated how important that is. So, I hope you found that uh, valuable and interesting and stay tuned for more exciting interviews coming up in the near future on the podcast. Now, if you are one of those people who are looking for some help uh, and looking for a divorce coach, look no further, um, that's what I do. Uh, check out my website, jasonlavoy.com. I have different programs. Uh, shoot me an email, jason at jason.jasonlavoy.com, and I'll be happy to hop on a call with you to discuss how I may be able to help. Uh, but as a coach, I am an integral part of your divorce team, and I help you. Um, I help you find the right attorney for, for your situation. I help you communicate with your attorney if you're having trouble doing so or not sure how best to approach a tough topic like billing or something like that. So don't be afraid. Reach out. Um, The people that I work with, uh, the value that they get from working with me uh, pays for itself tenfold. That's what they say. That's not what I say. Uh, But that's why I do what I do to really help and enhance the overall experience, help you get through the divorce easier, smoother, quicker, and ideally cheaper uh, than doing it alone or uh, doing it with frustrations uh, having an attorney. Uh, that you are not happy with or you are not sure that you know it's working and i get it it happens all the time so hope to talk to you soon if you like these podcasts please take a minute subscribe uh and you'll get all new episodes when they come out even more if you have two minutes write a write a nice review for me uh on itunes that would be super grateful um and uh, i hope to you know speak with you guys soon In the meantime, all I'm going to ask you to do is be strong, act confident, and stay positive. I'm Jason Lavoie, a.k.a. The Divorce Resource Guy, and I'll be seeing you real soon.